Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, what up? Good morning to you. Good day to you, wherever you may be. Thanks so much for joining us on this New Year's Day. It's the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS. Um, look, I want to get to the NFC in San Francisco. We got to get to, to, to Sean Payton. Kerry Rhodes is going to join us. Of course, he played for the Jets and the Cardinals. What a win for the Cardinals. I, I, I got a couple quick asides for you, Dan Beyer. Um, arguably or maybe inarguably, the biggest upset of the NFL season was pulled off yesterday by the Arizona Cardinals. They have the worst uniforms maybe in all of professional sports. Like, those are just you don't bad. Like, you're not a fan? It's... Uh, I don't here here's the litany of things and and if you're too if you think this is too uniform geeky sorry Dan is our resident uniform expert and I am an opinionated person on uniforms here's what I don't like I, I, I look I like that I, lo- I love white the white uniforms generally like as much as I like Honolulu blue like I like the the Lions white uniforms you know Texas if they wear the whites tonight like I love like a good all white clean uniform it's something about the gray face masks, the plainness of the helmet, you know, with just the cardinal kind of sticker on it. I don't know. You want it's, a helmet stripe is what you want. I don't know if I want a helmet stripe or I need some sort of gray. Like if you look at, at now the Titans, I didn't like the two-tone thing, but the Titans, they have like a little bit of gray on the on the pants. There's just something that you need to kind of put it all together and look like 2024. <laughs> You know, and they it just, just looks so plain, Jane, but not in a Penn, in a Penn State uh, kind of charming, traditional way. These are the new ones. This is the new uniform this year. And so this is not going anywhere for a while. I think on the surface, when I saw these, I questioned them. And then when I saw them in action, I actually really, really liked them. I, I was a big fan of it. I liked how they used the silver and the gray more so than than the black. And I know they have their black alternate jerseys with the helmets that they wear, but I like these white uniforms. You know, it's kind of it's it's not to the level of Texas and the good guys wearing white, but I do think that they pull it off in in really good fashion. Great uniform matchup at the Rose Bowl, right? Yes. I mean, you talk about iconic uniforms. Alabama and Michigan. And then and listen, in the in the nightcap in the Sugar Bowl, like that one's a good one too because 
as much as Washington, and they've been in the college football playoff before, uh, or the, the the BCS before, whatever they were. They were in the it was college football playoff before, right? A couple years ago. Um, yeah, Washington. As, yep. Yeah, I, the 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 purple helmets with the W like that is synonymous with you know gold helmets with the purple the, w. the gold helmets yeah. sorry with the, with the purple W like that is synonymous with UW football and then Texas is Texas you know Texas Texas is Texas like we got great uniform matchups tonight great. I'll give you a, I'll give you a uniform tidbit okay and I don't know if Chris Perfett our technical producer agrees with this but the Lions and Cowboys, the the penalty that Adam Schefter ended up pointing out that should have gone against uh, Detroit instead of uh, Dallas in that situation. Right. Dallas wore their white pants. Yeah. They usually, you know, at home will wear their white jerseys with that, you know, light blue pants. And the Lions wore their white pants. Yes. And I just wondered if the ref was blocked and saw a white leg. And just assumed that maybe it was a, you know, Cowboys player that was trying to trip for the block, but uh, I don't know. I thought that, I thought that might have played into it because I thought that that could have been a really good uniform game, but the Cowboys wore their navies at home, and Detroit was in their all whites, and the Cowboys then wore their white pants. So I I thought that maybe. And by the way, for as bad of a night that crew had, I wouldn't put it past them that they got confused on who was wearing I, what I would, pants. I would agree. I think they could probably get confused. However, I do think Schefter putting out that bit about the tripping and the NFL coming out more about the tripping thing is more an attempt to just be like, hey, it wasn't just this one yes. thing. It was bad all around. They're just trying to downplay how disastrous we were bad everywhere. the two-point uh, yeah. conversion screw-up was. But yeah, I, I, I didn't even think that was the the... White white pants. I you you make a great point. I didn't even think about Dallas really wearing the white pants. I guess I'm so used to them having the blue plant blue yeah. pants. It didn't even cross my mind. Why do the Cowboys wear their their navy? I don't know. I, I mean, it's it, wasn't that weird. Now yes. it was that was it was Jimmy Johnson night, right? Maybe that's why. I don't know. But they're like on on that and, day. Why wouldn't you wear their white? And they when they've worn their navies, they've worn their alternate, you know, with the white helmet. Yeah, I hate those. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not a They were these, these are like either. their navy if, I mean probably a marketing we can sell uniforms that we don't Didn't they sell. didn't they wear white pants back in the 90s? And again going back to the Jimmy Johnson idea, that's maybe it. Just try to Okay, not, but not why not wear throwbacks. the white uniforms that they wore in the 90s? The, yeah. with the light blue pants. Because of the uniform setup and the Cowboys being one of the few teams that actually wears white at home, we would see that Navy uniform maybe, what, twice a year? When they'd go to Washington, they would play it. You know, that would be one. But we would not see it very often. Now, in the uniform days, it's changed. But I, w- I, would, I would venture to bet that back in the, the 80s and 90s, you'd maybe see that Navy uniform about twice a year, and that would be about it. Because yes. they're wearing white on the road Normally, and then they would wear white at home where they are, you know, when they're in when they're in Dallas. So we didn't see it too often. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, the the rules are the home team picks the uniforms, and then the the road team is supposed to pick the opposite. I do think, and I I like the the Honolulu the Honolulu blue. I like the white for the Lions. I love the gray alternate ones for the. They, they have three outstanding uniforms. It was just weird though. The Cowboys were. I was sitting there going like, "Why are the Cowboys wearing navy?" So strange, so strange. Great that speech game by had Jimmy a little Johnson, bit of everything. By the way, too. Great speech. You mentioned Jimmy Johnson. Great speech by him at halftime. Yeah, yep. he started to go like for people who didn't remember, like Jimmy Johnson was an unbelievable coach at Oklahoma State. Was an unbelievable. I mean, what he did at Miami, right? That was, that was. I mean, Schnellenberger started, but he made it into the U. And then he was just an incredibly dynamic guy leading a team of that was super talented but had a lot of off-the-field distractions, and he just figured out a way to make it work. That guy was an unbelievable head, head coach. And then, of course, he ended the speech with, how about them Cowboys? That's, that was great. That was great. By the way, he also a guy who that's the why you go gray early. Right, you go gray early. He looks exactly the same as he has for the last thirty years. Yes. Right. It's like if you're gonna go bald, go bald early, shave it early. Nobody knows when you get to be like Bruce Willis, and obviously Bruce Willis now with dementia, it's terrible. But you know, who could tell how old Bruce Willis? He's looked the same for the last thirty years. Why? Because he went bald early, he shaved it early, and and you can't tell. 
Jimmy Johnson also has kind of kept that same style. Yes. So when you saw the clips, obviously his hair then more maybe in Auburn or you know blonde, whatever you want to say. But it also has allowed the transition to work very well. It's a fair point. Yep. It's a fair point. But the, the go gray early, you know, guys who go gray early, um, you actually, you know, if you, you know, like I, I, I didn't go gray in my 20s. I mean, it's got to feel bad if you go gray or go bald in your 20s. But there is something to it to where when you get to be in your 40s to 60s, who could tell the difference? There's also something to using it as a strength. Yes, where leaning into it. When Yes, exactly. And that's what I think Jimmy Johnson does. And I, I'm not sure everybody can do it, but I think it helps more than trying to hide it if you lean into it and, and uh, yeah, almost promote it. I think it can actually do better for you in the long run than trying to hide it. Uh, he's Dan Byer. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show, brought to you by TireRack.com. TireRack is official tire expert and retailer of the Dan Patrick Show. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Try the Tire Decision Guide and get a full line of Continental tires. I have those, actually. Uh, special uh, offers, free road hazard protection, and mobile tire installation. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Is that... There's been a lot of blown calls we could do the, you know, the, uh, what's your biggest blown call in sports history? <laughs> but that one is different, as you pointed out, Dan, right? This is an administrative one. This is, it's not, look, I don't know if, if, if any of you are blessed to sit close enough. And I got to do one sideline game for the NFL. Now, when you're doing sideline, you have to, there's a yellow line. If you look at, watch any NFL film. There's a yellow line. You have to be outside the yellow line. Do not step inside that yellow line or New York will call and want you escorted out of the stadium unless you're doing a post-game interview. But when you're standing close, two things. One, a lot of the calls do become a little bit more obvious. You know, if you're if you're just watching, for example, ball in the air, it's a little – but a lot of it's bang, bang. I mean, that stuff is – those guys are fast, aggressive, and – I mean, holding, not holding, as you point out, tripping, like whose leg does that belong to? You can miss stuff because this was not the case. There was no rush. It was the head referee, like you're in charge. You can stop the play if you want. There's a a lot of things you can do. I would actually say this is one of the, if not the biggest blown call in regular season history, just from a standpoint of it didn't happen in live game action. You know, in terms of who was who was eligible, and then obviously it happened, and you still you always also had the chance to pick it up and wave it off, and they didn't. That was a debacle of a call. There's the the point that was brought out too is maybe the the Lions should should not have tried to be so confusing, and it, or tried to tried to be. Uh, Deceitful against the Cowboys' defense, if yeah. if you will, yeah, that is completely uh, irrelevant. Like it's uh, the, the well, they shouldn't change what they try to do if you do it how you're supposed to, and if Dan Campbell gives you the heads up, that, that's expect the that's the, the referees part. to carry it out. That, that's the big part, and that's a part that I, I don't know if I I would say probably 75% of people don't know that head coaches meet with officials an hour and a half before the game. Right? There's all kinds of other checks and balances, but it's a real thing where you say, like, hey, like, two-point conversion, this is something we do. you know. And if Dan Campbell gave him the heads up and they still blew the call, like, man, that's really, really bad. You know, and, and, and Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, had a piece today saying that Brad Allen was not present for the pregame meeting. Other officials were, but he was not. That's, according to Florio, not unusual. But I would think if you're the NFL, I would want my head referee in speaking. <laughs> what was he doing? Like, like I get, I get a Sean Payton at the Super Bowl. We have that audio when they beat the Colts in Super Bowl Forty Four. You know, of going over to the official. Hey, you know, we're we're thinking about doing an onside, so look out for it. And it may have been the line judge. I don't know if it was the head official or not, but at, at least to be aware of it. But if you're the NFL now, I think you have to do this. And and Florio's point is that the NFL is putting the blame on the Lions because they were trying to you know have some gamesmanship with the Cowboys and it's their own fault 
And I just I don't I don't agree with that. It's the referee's fault for for not getting it correctly. Um, if you hear that 68 is eligible, if you're the Cowboys, then you better figure it out. That's, that's the whole point of the announcement. So just I, I don't agree with the the NFL thinking that this is a Lions problem. It's such an NFL problem. Yeah, uh, it's it is bad, and you know it's the Cowboys too. You know, so everybody has their conspiracy theories out there. Everybody does. You know, so many people don't like the Cowboys. It's you know a Saturday night game where nothing else is on that matters, and I mean a completely butchered call. And oh yeah, by the way, while the head referee isn't at the meeting. And I don't know why he's not at the meeting. That's also a bad look. But, you know, they all huddle there at the end. And somebody could grab him and go like, hey, man, he actually did mention it in the in the meeting. He did? Yeah. What did he say? Well, he said they were going to throw three guys out there, but that the 68 was going to be the eligible guy, you know. He did? Yeah. And what do we do? Well, we can wave it off. Okay. Put it in your pocket. Like, there you go. So... I, I it was ambitious of Dan Campbell then to go for two again at the seven, and I know he got basically three cha- three bites at the apple because of the offsides. But I mean, what a debacle! You know, you run a little trick play, a tackle eligible play, you get a two point conversion, you go for it, and then you get a procedural penalty, which is really an administrative penalty, and that happens. Like, yeah, that's. NFL's that's, come out this morning and laid a lot more of the blame on the Lions, and I think. For the in case of the league, they just want this to go away. This is going into its biggest weekend for viewership for the regular season. This for, weekend is the biggest for, for, viewership for, for, for week eighteen with all these games on the line. With how close I think some of these these division races are coming. Putting well, I mean that 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 deal sealed it for the Niners. You know, I mean that, and obviously the Eagles losing. I mean it 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 sealed for the Niners, but it also you know changed the dynamic of the Cowboys in the NFC East race. It changed it dramatically for the. The Detroit Lions would have had a shot at at home field throughout. Yeah, and but I know now. I think what is it? Packers Bears might be for a playoff game here. It They're is. going to be putting Packers Bills and Dolphins on Sunday Night Football. It's it's still a big week for for a lot of things, and it's just this is such a critical uh, point in the football season that yeah, that's why the, the call NFL matters, says, Chris. Away. No, I, I I I trust me. I'm I cover the Lions. Like this is this is a d- huge debacle. But the NFL today and throughout this entire week is going to be probably telling the Lions shut up about this, like move on because we can't have this overshadowing everything. I I want to point this out. I don't think there's any sort of conspiracy. Like, I don't think it's because the Cowboys, whatever. I just think the guy blew it. I think that's really what yeah, happened. I agree. The guy blew it, you know? And, yeah, it was a little bit confusing. But also, like, th- this is a big thing. Officials will talk about this all the time. And I know there's officials that are listening to us. I, I don't know if you saw over the weekend, Fox Sports, I know it's actually Big Fox, had a college basketball game on. I think it was West Virginia, Ohio State. Did you watch any of that, Dan? No, I didn't. I missed okay, it. Okay, yeah. again, don't worry about the game Ohio State won. Yeah. That's not the story. The story is that Roddy the Gale. officials allowed a camera in the locker room, and there's a halftime segment where the officials are talking about what happened in the first half and what to look for, what they're going to look for. Like It was ama- an amazing amount of transparency. And what officials will tell you is like, hey, the number one thing, just like football teams, just like your business, just like our businesses, you got to communicate. So if they run the play that you told them they're going to run, like how about the rest of those guys helping them out? Like he actually mentioned it to us, you know, before the game. He did, yeah. My bad. But I mean, he he blew it. There's no, uh, there's no. Yes, were they trying to be dece- deceitful? Yeah, it's trick play. By nature, it is. By nature, it is. But the video is pretty telling as to what happened and i don't think anybody is really disputing it and i chris i understand what you think they're gonna i'm sure that's what they're gonna tell the lions but like is that what we're really really doing we're victim shaming here in the nfl that that just doesn't feel right no i guess my point is i think the league is like because i'm pretty sure i saw a statement here earlier today from the league that that the deception is a sticking point to them but yeah i mean they were deceiving the cowboys but not the officials he got the official got confused. That's it, and he blew it. That's that's the story. That that's the story. I'm Doug Gottlieb. He's Dan Byron for Dan the Dan. That's coming up on the Dan Patrick Show. Um, 
Bears are keeping Matt Eberflus. Should they keep Justin Fields? Let's discuss next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your... Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Podcast. That's the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Byer and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Danettes. Coming, uh, let's... Um... Let's welcome in Kerry Rhodes. He's a former defensive back with the Jets and the Cardinals. He's our Fox Sports Radio NFL commentator and contributor. And um, Kerry, man, there's so much to get to. Let, <laughs> let, let's actually start with the Eagles. Is, yep. that de- is that defense fixable this season? Nope. Nope. They're, 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 they're done. I, I, I saw the cracks in their, in their armor throughout, throughout the season. And, uh, you know, I thought coming into the season they'd have more of a, a Super Bowl hangover, and, and it was kind of lingering. They were getting through wins. They were, you know, kind of willing their way to, to some wins there that they shouldn't have had during the season. But it's caught up to them. You're hearing rumblings out of Philly now about you know, you know, changing coordinators and letting some people call certain series during the game. It's just 
it's just a little dysfunctional. So I don't really think at this point there's too much saving there. Is it is it a coordinator problem or a Nick Sirianni problem with the Eagles? I think I think it's a little bit of both. I think uh, Nick Sirianni is uh, you know he's had some success, super confident guy, um, a guy that shows his emotion, whether warranted or unwarranted, uh, during the games. And sometimes I think he gets lost in that. And, you know, it, it's, it's hard once you, you lose a defensive coordinator that goes to Arizona and, and Jonathan Gannon, who had them playing well and playing a certain way, then you change that up. And, you know, it, it's, it's hard sometimes. And especially if you don't have a solid plan A to get it done, then you start bringing in B and C. And it starts, starts to, to breed confusion. Okay, what about what about the Niners? Um, is there anyone if they're rested and they're healthy? They're going to be rested and healthy, right? They don't have to play this week, and yeah. they get next week off. And yeah. everybody has got to come to San Francisco. Not that that's there's no weather advantage there. It's, it's I mean they got great fans, but it's not like it's a place with a great home field advantage. But they got dudes. Yeah. Um, what's the likelihood anybody beats them in the NFC? Very, very likely, very likely, and I turn it on. Very likely, uh, very likely. They're the best team, hundred percent. But the thing with football, Doug, you know, it's it. You don't have to be the, the best team all the time. I, I understand. Um, yeah, you play. You, you're playing that one game. Somebody gets hot, you can beat them. There's, I mean, Dallas, Detroit, but even the Rams. There are teams in that division that, if all things are clicking, they have a shot now. San Francisco is the favorite, and that's no question about that. But football is very tricky. I mean, right now you look at it, you think it's San Fran and Baltimore, right? But it's just it's it's hard to tell. And sometimes rest versus rust isn't always the solution either. Speaking of Baltimore, uh, can we put an end to the MVP? Is it now Lamar Jackson's? <laughs> is it, is this? over with you and i had the discussion last week i feel yeah. like we had talked about it about a month ago as well but uh yeah. done deal after yesterday oh it's a done deal now 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 everybody he's he had a chance to do it two weeks in a row against you know two of the top teams in the league supposedly right and so you, you uh you know you people have numbers and i know the numbers debate has been out there and that's all fine and dandy but if you watch the games you know he's the mvp and I watch them all the time. Obviously, that's the thing that I, I mean, I don't root for, but I root for him because of our connections and watching those games and seeing how dominant they are and knowing that some of those short touchdown runs that Gus Edwards had or, you know, people talk about him not having all the touchdown passes. They could, If they wanted to get him those touchdown passes, they, it, it could have been done. And so this is more about the eye test, and I guess the numbers will be a little low, but, yeah, he's the guy. Um, okay, help us out. You've Kerry Rhodes joining us here on the Dan Patrick Show with Dan Byram, Doug Gottlieb. This is Fox Sports Radio. Help us out with the uh, Detroit two-point conversion play. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. look, all we can do – I mean, Dan played – I played football growing up. Dan played high school football. I can put, and we love it and study it. But all we can really do is tell you as viewers what this is mm-hmm. like. Right? So it, yeah. it looked like – Detroit went in there, threw a couple guys out there, so you don't know who's tackle eligible. And But if you watch the tape, 68 was the guy who declared. 70 mm-hmm. comes running in. Sewell was there, probably you know, a little bait and switch. But apparently, yep. you know, the, the coaching staff, Dan Campbell had met with some of the officials before the game. was like, hey, this is what we're going to do. What's the reality to it from a defensive player? You've been in this situation. What's the reality to what actually happened? Well, the functionality of it from, from a defensive standpoint, right, there's – yes, they have to report. And even as a defender, you get to see that person report. So they're going to come in, they're going to wait, they're going to raise their hand, and they're going to report. They're going to tell the, the officials that they're eligible. So from a defensive standpoint, it doesn't really matter about that part of it because the functionality is the functionality. functionality. You can't really avoid that. So the defender is still – you have to keep your eyes on your own luggage. And a lot of times when you see those big guy numbers, you're, you're just not giving them any credit to do anything out there that's going to hurt you hurt you, uh, hurt you, you immediately. And so when it comes to defense, it's just about keeping your eyes on your prize, man. I mean, you see the last man on line of scrimmage, the receiver, if he's off the ball, that means the guy, the end down in line of scrimmage is, is eligible. And so <laughs> it's not even that tricky. It doesn't matter if they even do – 
and and an unbalanced line, right? Where it's only two guys on that side. If that guy, if that last guy on that two man side is on the line, he's, he's an eligible guy. If that receiver is off the line, so it's just about paying attention to the uh, to the details and, and what the and what the formation gives you because it's always going to give you something. So um, still a, bl- a, a blow on, and, and a blown coverage on Dallas side. So you know, yeah, defensively it's not that hard. It's just about keeping your eyes on your on your luggage. Kerry, do you hear the announcement? Like that that was one of the things where you know Brad Allen announces that number 70 is eligible and you can hear it yep. as the Lions are in the huddle, but as a player are you are you hearing those announcements or are you waiting for him to come over and say something or or is that just not even a part of of what you're worried about? Yeah, you're 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 looking, you're looking at it, right? And so obviously if it's a trick play, it may have caught them off guard as far as when it was or who it is, but before the game, coaches have to, you know, they, they talk to the referees, they tell them that they're going to have these things, and so, you know, our, our coaches and, and, and our people would be abreast, abreast of that and know that there's an opportunity for that to happen. Now, you know, the likelihood of it happening, we you never know, but we're, we're always kind of aware that those things can happen in the game, and so, and we talk about that stuff during the game, if you're, if you're well-versed and well-coached, so they should have had some inkling of it. Um, you know, in the heat of battle, sometimes, obviously, you, you know, you'll see certain formations that they come in, come in with personnel-wise, and you, you're expecting certain things out of those uh, formations. But, yeah, I mean, you, you're aware, and sometimes in the game you're tired, you're not thinking, and, and you're lost, and you're worried about something else, so you forget that through the, you know, through playing and playing a, a, long, a long game like they play. But they should have known. Kerry Rhodes joining us, of course, former defensive back, Jets, Cardinals. He's a Fox Sports Radio contributor. You can hear him on Fox Sports Radio on the weekends. Uh, along with Dan Byram, Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What do you think would happen with Denver with the benching of Russell Wilson? Oh, oh Doug, don't, don't do that to me. I, I, you know what? I, <laughs> I was so upset, man. I was upset when that happened because um, obviously just hearing the news of him going to the bench, at that time, it, it felt like a, a cop out for me with Sean Payton. But then, you know, obviously, you hear the the, the later information and it being uh, more financial. Then it, it, it then it makes me even more mad because it's not about how he's playing. It's not about your team. It's not about even your players at that point, right? It's about the organization and the money. And if you, if you don't want to pay these guys and you, and you want to cure that then you'd be better with your evaluation and what you want to do with your team. So I put a lot of the, the blame and a lot of my quote-unquote anger towards the, the Broncos organization and Sean Payton for putting, you know, putting Russell through that and putting the team through that. Because when you do your star quarterback like that, that, that shows every player that there's no real allegiance to them as well. And so it's, well, it's not a good situation for them. Hold on. I'll push back on that a little bit. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean – he didn't – the trade wasn't made when he was there. He has no ownership of, of Russell Wilson. Sure. And, I mean, do you think Russell Wilson is worth, you know, $60 million next year or whatever it is, $65 million next year? I mean, I just I, – I, I understand how it may feel, but the reality mm-hmm. is Russell Wilson's not nearly as good as his contract. This is an opportunity to get out of that contract for half of what it's written for because the injury clause – and they're out of the playoffs, so you pull the plug when he's out of the playoffs. Yeah, no, no, no question. But they were talking about they were talking about doing that early on in the season. They're talking about doing the doing it during Kansas City when they were on they were starting their five game win streak, right? So they're winning, and you know, obviously the conversations have been had, but they didn't bench him. They were really worried about the money and him being hurt and not making the playoffs and not worried about any of that. And they were going to hop off the contract. Then do it. Do it early. Well, I, I think they were going to do it early. Then they started yeah. winning games. They're like, well, let's yeah. just wait until we're out of the playoff thing. Now you're out of the yeah. playoff thing and you do it. Like, this, it's just, it, it, it looks bad. I, here's what I don't buy. I don't buy that free agents, well, we're not going to go there because of Russell. It's like, no, you're going to go there because you, if you can make more money there than anywhere else, that's where you're going to go. <laughs> and if it's a system that, or if it's a system that you know the DC, you know, you, you know, you, you know, uh, Van, or you've played for Sean before, like you know what he's going to do. He's going to bring in as many of his guys who played for him before. That's what people do. I don't think yeah. it affects him long term. Do you? I do. 
I do. If if I had if I had an opportunity to make similar money, same money, to go to any other team besides Denver, I'd do that. I wouldn't I wouldn't go to Peyton. I wouldn't trust an organization. Now, I mean obviously if there's if they're paying more for you and and, and it's significant significantly better then yeah, I mean sure some some guys are gonna do that. But if it's close and teams are pretty similar in what they're offering certain players, I, I promise you they'll go somewhere else. Um and yeah, I understand the totality of it when it's when you talk about being out of the playoffs and then the money situation on top of it for sure. That's why that's what I mean. Because before hearing the money aspect of it, I was just like, wow, that's that's bad business. And then you hear it, then you're like, oh, okay, that's good business. But the optics, the eye test doesn't look good because you know you you kind of wrote it out. Even though the money situation was looming, the fact that they were still in the playoff hunt, they still kept putting them out there. So you know it was just a little disconnect there. All right, Kerry, the Bears have the first overall pick because the Panthers have the worst record. Bears fans yesterday chanting, we want Fields in keeping (laughs) Justin Fields as their quarterback. Bears are on the clock right now. At this point, what do you do if you're Chicago uh, with that number one overall pick and your current quarterback situation with Justin Fields? If I'm Chicago, I'm I'm definitely testing testing the waters to see if there's any takers for fields where they can get a significant return. Um, if they can get a significant return for him, which I, I, I hear there are some teams that are in, in, in play with him and, um, you know, and are impressed with what he did down the stretch here. So if they can get that and package some stuff to get some players that they need um, and, and, and also get Caleb Williams, you definitely do that. If you can't, Justin Fields can play football. Uh, and, you, and I think we've seen that down the stretch here. And, and I think he's gotten – Really, really confident, and I think his team has actually, you know, started to to hop hop on with him and, and let him lead. So it, it's an interesting thing. I think you could, I think they can do both, but I would def, I'm sure they're definitely exploring the trade market to see what the value is and see what they can get back in return. But me personally, I would, I, I think you, I think you have to go at Caleb Williams, but I wouldn't be surprised either way. Well, it's it's not just Caleb Williams. It's Caleb Williams and restarting your quarterbacks on a rookie deal, right? Yeah. So it gives yeah. you the year two, three, and four where he's not making much of anything. And so then you can build your roster. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you have a second high first-round pick that you could trade for more value if you if in terms of other value, right? I mean, it's yeah. there, again, there's a dollars and cents to it more than just the, hey, Justin Fields might be starting to turn the corner. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, and that's and, and that's the thing, right? Like if you can get back a significant return with that, which, like I said, it, the way he played, he can play, and you can get off that contract and get Caleb Williams, and then it, it just it just way it just makes more sense. Kerry Rhodes, listen to him on Fox Sports Radio. Of course, he's a longtime defensive back in the National Football League. Kerry, you're the best man. Happy New Year! Thanks for joining us. Uh, man, thank you, guys. With uh, Dan Byer, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show. In for Dan, the Danettes on Fox Sports Radio. We'll give you our picks for the college football playoff tonight. Next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good morning to you, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. It's... Hope you're having a great new year, along with Dan Byer. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and um, Dan, we have um, national semifinals to pick earlier today. You know, I mean, late later, later today, today. Excuse me. Yeah. Michigan, Alabama at the Rose Bowl, and Texas taking on Washington in the Sugar Bowl. Um, I don't know. Is is there because of the the waves the uh, on the beaches of California, is that a sign that the tide is coming in? Is <laughs> Very good. I like that. You know what's funky about today, Doug? And mm. I don't think that there was ever a time where there were 10 games today. But we only have five today. Yeah. There's one that's going to kick off between Wisconsin and LSU, the ReliaQuest Bowl, that, again, was formerly the Outback Bowl. So there is no Bloomin' Onion or coconut shrimp on the line for whoever wins but there's also something missing that i've become a little accustomed to and that's the random bowl games that may be on like january 2nd or the third or the fourth that sometime are sprinkled in you know throughout the week like this is it's today the five games and then the national championship a week from today and then that's a wrap on the college football season the oregon liberty game is a weird one Right, like Oregon. I don't know them. Liberty, really? Yes, I can't. I've only seen the Oregon end zones, and I can't wait to see uh, what what it looks like with Liberty in the end zone. But isn't that the? And this is complete, utter disrespect to Liberty. But putting a group of five in the New Year's Six sounds like a good idea, and maybe it doesn't matter now because of the Bulls. But until then, now you get the group of six. And you're like, oh, Oregon and Liberty playing. All right, I'll just wait for the Rose Bowl. That's <laughs> that's kind of the sense. That's the feeling that I get. And by the way, that was super shade towards Liberty, and it's nothing personal. It's just no, reality. It's, just the, it's the reality of it. It's the reality. Remember when UConn went and like they lost money on it because you know they, they lost had- money and their coach. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. They played a BCS bowl game. And their coach literally, like, game was over. Like, what happened to him? He's like, oh, he's taking the Maryland job. He's gone. It was, yeah, yeah it was neat to see UConn in the end zone. But And that was about it. Cincinnati? Yeah. Remember Cincinnati? was Not not just this last time Cincinnati, but the no. previous time Cincinnati. And that's the funny thing is, I, I Brian Kelly's about to coach LSU. The And, and this was even mentioned, I think, in that, in that Kelsey documentary. But... Like Brian Kelly was was given shade because he left for Notre Dame after taking Cincinnati to back to back BCS bowl games. Like it wasn't like he went to the first one and then just immediately upped and left. Stayed there another year and then said, 
all right, I think I'm getting, you know, now's time. It's Notre Dame. Like, yeah, no, go ahead, dude. You know, say what you want about Brian Kelly, but in that scenario, yeah, I had, I had no issue with him leaving Cincinnati. Yeah, and uh, Hawaii, remember Hawaii was yep. in the Sugar Bowl once? That was that did not turn out well either. No, did they played Georgia. Well. Was it Georgia? I, I want to say Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, and it was bad. It was like, whew, I mean, just bad. Okay, uh, tonight's games. Michigan, Bama. Michigan's a two-point favorite against Alabama. Who you like? I like Alabama. I just don't think Michigan is as good as people think they are. I really don't. Is uh, Alabama? I think Alabama is a better team than than what they were against Texas earlier this season. What about against Auburn? Loss. Yeah, I, I I think that they were trending trending upwards. I just think when you look at at Michigan, I mean, for them to be number one, uh, just crazy. I mean, they're. they're their, their one good win was against Ohio State. And Alabama has better wins. Um, I, I just Who? I think Hold I on, think hold on. They, they beat they beat Georgia. Great win. Great win. Okay. But who 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 else have they beaten that would lead you to go, yeah, man. Bama, roll tide. All right. I'm gonna just pick Alabama. We'll just pick Okay, we'll no, just I'm I'm just there. I'm I'm stuck on it too, because you, you know, know it's Ole like Ole Miss is a good win. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You want to pick apart the argument? You no, know, it's LSU okay. That, that, is... That's a that's a that's a valid point. I would say, and you know, uh, and it wasn't like Michigan dominated Ohio State, right? It's a hell of a football game, um, and they they got a lead on Penn State and didn't throw the ball in the second half. <laughs> I mean, what? But they just <laughs> play, they just played to win. Um, As a Big Ten guy, I just don't think the conference is that good. I, I would I agree with and, you. And I, I look, I don't think we, I think the Big Twelve's not any good. I, I'm a Big Twelve guy. Like the Big Twelve does not have, but I think Texas has a ton of talent. Like I think the Pac-12, like everybody, the Pac-12 is the best league. Do you think Washington? Okay, so do you think Washington's going to win because the Pac-12 is a better league? Um, I'm picking Washington because I think everybody thinks Texas is going to win. And I just feel like there's something in in the semifinal where, okay, maybe we get a little different. Like TCU last year, mm-hmm. uh, where it maybe isn't as status quo. So I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with with Washington. Um, I I mean I I love their offense. I love their wide receivers. But I I do feel like I make that mistake a lot, where I you fall in love with the offense, and you sit there and go like. Yeah, but see, you know, but when a guy's under duress and under pressure, now Penix can run. He doesn't run like he did before the knee injury, um, but he can he can move and he can throw, and that is a really that's an incredible offense with way better players than anybody would anybody who hasn't seen Washington would lead you to believe. Like they have studs at wide receiver, good offensive line, um, and you know it's not like Texas's offense blows you away, right? They're just really really good and really talented. I'm going to take the opposite in both those games, though. I'm going to take a Michigan to win, and I'm going to take uh, Texas to win. And and knowing full well that, you know, Sark coaching against one of his former schools, that, that Sark can, can get cute with the play calling. And knowing full well that Michigan, I don't have a good feeling if they get behind, whereas I do think if Alabama gets behind, it, they, they, they don't care. And... And there is something to Alabama. You coming off the Georgia game, like these are the games that they. Alabama is the Duke. They they play against every game is the other opponent's biggest game. But Michigan's been able to withstand the same thing here. Maybe against lesser talent in the Big Ten. I just think definitely, yeah. yeah. But but I do think. I mean, like, look, Ohio State doesn't run past them the way they used to. Like they have their defense has recruited maybe not the the caliber of athlete of Alabama. In the past, but I would also tell you this: like the the big thing when Alabama played Texas this year was Texas had better players. I don't think Alabama has as good a, as dominant a personnel as they've had in the past. Well, it, I think that's the real story to the NIL is that that there are everybody has dudes, right? And the Pac-12 they bought quarterbacks and offensive skill position players and whatever, and everybody has dudes. 
and the the depth of talent, the dominance of talent of the SEC is one spread out within the league, and then spread out a little bit nationally to the other schools that have the resources. And Michigan has some of those resources. Well, it'll be their second best or second big win if they get it done today. Those Wolverines. As be- and, and this is what's going to happen. I think we'll have two great games tonight, and then people are like, "Oh, the Bulls are great." This is great. like, no, the Bulls have been a disaster. These are great. So, all right. My thanks to Chris Perfett and of course Jason Stewart. He's Dan Beyer. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Happy New Year to you. Glad you made it through. This is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.